under the hood. Making car buying and owning easy with the Cam Clark Auto Group, your trusted authority in vehicle sales and service. Hello and welcome to Under the Hood, a podcast designed to help you buy, lease, or maintain a car. On our last episode, we explored how doing some trustworthy, reliable, preliminary research into vehicles is a good thing. We carved out how much you should budget if you're planning on taking on a vehicle loan or lease. We touched on the safety features that vehicles are equipped with these days. We found out how long, on average, Canadians are keeping their vehicles. And we encouraged you to really understand what it is you need your vehicle for and to be open to the fact that what you thought you might want to drive off the lot with might change once you see the vehicle up close and personal. On this episode, we're going to help you further narrow down your vehicle choices. After all, knowledge is power. And if you feel you have the right knowledge when it comes to making this important choice, then the whole vehicle buying process becomes that much easier. So let's get into it and begin with that age-old question, new or used? I heard as soon as you drive a brand new vehicle off the lot, the value depreciates. So you should never buy new? Is this true? Realistically, who buys a new car, drives it off the lot, and sells it right away? But that said, new vehicles do depreciate during the first year. According to the CBB, the Canadian Black Book, the average brand new vehicle can depreciate around 30% during the first year, more or less, but every car ages differently depending on the driver and the driving conditions. Despite that depreciation in the first year, the benefits to buying a new car might outweigh the benefits to buying a used vehicle. From gadgets and features to financing options, the financing part, by the way, we'll get into in Episode 3 when we talk about the purchase. But for now, let's discuss some of the reasons to think about new and some of the reasons to think about used. We asked Nathan Rolfe to weigh in on purchasing a used vehicle. Nathan is the GM of Cam Clark's Kamloops Kia. Try saying that five times. He says when his dealership is taking on a vehicle to resell, they're looking for the same things that you as the buyer should be considering. There's really three things that determine you know, what a vehicle's resale would be. Firstly, would be how many kilometers are on it. Secondly, would be the year. But thirdly, the thing that holds the, its value the most would be the options. Generally, people will invest a little bit more money in a, in a used vehicle that has a sunroof and leather, for example, or navigation than if it's plain Jane cloth all wheel drive. The other things that would determine would be the condition of the vehicle. Generations that are a little bit older than mine are generally very uh, adamant on keeping their vehicles in immaculate condition. You know, he's talking about the grandmas and grandpas out there who spit shine their cars. Those cars may not have the bells and whistles that you're looking for in a used vehicle, but you know that car has been serviced and treated meticulously. There are all sorts of used car checklists to explore. Aside from the vehicle looking good on the outside and the inside, the auto trader is suggesting considering things like mileage, year, history of the car, car insurance rates, fuel costs, trunk space, and Bluetooth, just to name a few. A lot of considerations when buying used. Another question, do you buy directly from a seller or from a dealership? You want transparency for sure. 
And for some, dealing directly with the person who drove the vehicle might be reassuring. For others, a third party, like a dealership, makes more sense. Jerome Santos, who is based out of a Cam Clark dealership in Richmond, explains. So I I would always recommend to go to a dealership. I know for some people it can be stressful. Buying a car can be really stressful. But I think a good dealership will provide a good experience for the customer. So when when going to a dealership, people expect a certain standard. So whether that's from reception greeting you to the salespeople and their product knowledge, all the way to the mechanics that end up working on your vehicle if you purchase. And when purchasing a used car from a dealership, you have the car proof, you have the knowledge that it's been safetyed. So you kind of have that safety net to fall on and and you don't have any uh, kind of any questions about the history of the vehicle because I would hope that everything is transparent within that process. Well, that's food for thought when it comes to exploring a used vehicle purchase. Let's now focus on what a new vehicle can bring to the table. When it comes to features, what are the must-haves, the not-a-bad-idea-to-have, and the do-I-really-need-to-have-it lists? There are certainly a lot of innovations reshaping the driving experience these days. If you're someone who likes bells and whistles, there is no shortage of toys available on new models. Experts from Consumer Reports have assembled a list of various new vehicle features to consider. This is especially good if you're looking to buy new and you haven't been in the automobile market for quite some time. When it comes to safety, Consumer Reports, or CR, suggests the must-haves include the blind spot warning alert, indicating a vehicle is alongside yours and in your blind spot. Also, automatic emergency braking and forward collision warnings are suggested must-haves. Russ Fox of North Vancouver Cam Clark really likes these features. There are some neat features out there. Some of the upscale versions have uh, driving assist aids so that your speed control adjusts to the speed of the vehicle in front of you. It gives you a warning if you if you start to veer out of your lane or it gives you a warning if you get too close to another vehicle backup assist and parking assist and automatic assisted steering where the wheel actually turns in your hand and helps you through the corners. It's, it's fantastic. The technology is fantastic. And, and getting more and more all the time, it's really very exciting and it's fun to see the new product come out. As for must-have convenience features being recommended, Android Auto or the Apple CarPlay feature are both considered good ones. It will allow drivers to put down their phone, pay more attention to driving, and interact with the vehicle's infotainment system. Also, physical knobs, over-touch controls for your audio and climate systems, well, that's something to consider as well. Knobs, CR says, are less tedious and distracting. On to the not-a-bad-idea-to-have features. These would include 360-degree surround-view camera systems, which, as Russ said earlier, are specifically helpful when backing up or parking. And heated seats and steering wheel, great for those cold Canadian days. The heated seats feel nice on a sore back as well. Just make sure you tell your passenger the heated seat is on, or they might be a little confused as to what is happening. Why the heck do I feel all warm all of a sudden? A couple of features that you should ask yourself, do I really need this before committing? 
Well, they might include a rear entertainment unit for your backseat passengers and a built-in navigation system, which, according to Consumer Reports, is already built into your phone and updates automatically. In five meters, turn left. I said, turn left. You know you were supposed to turn left back there. So at the end of the day, driving should be an enjoyable experience. You don't want to be stressed out or distracted if you're driving. In addition to the features that we just covered, why not give a quick thought to your situation and the features that you definitely would need in an automobile? I hate being stuck in traffic. What feature solves that issue? Well, you definitely want to have your AM-FM radio to access local traffic reports and road updates. That's a standard feature in all cars. A driving app on your smartphone that your car can access with your Android or Apple Car feature could also be very helpful. Then, using your voice, tell your phone to call the people affected by you being stuck in traffic, all of it hands-free. What about in-car entertainment, like this podcast or listening to music? Well, we're back to accessing your apps on the interface or infotainment center. In-car Wi-Fi might be something to inquire about. Same for things like a CD player, if you still have that collection kicking around. You might also want to inquire as to whether the vehicle can be equipped with satellite radio and an HD radio receiver. Here's an idea. Think of it just like making a pizza. Start with the basics and add the ingredients that you know you're going to enjoy. What about future features? What's in store for those of you who like to get a new vehicle every few years and want to know what's being worked on down the road? How about these interesting advancements? Energy storing body panels, night vision capabilities, and air-conditioned seating. And of course, more and further advanced electric and hybrid vehicles. ExxonMobil predicts by 2040, 50% of all automobiles produced will be hybrids, which brings us to electric cars, something Craig Brown of Kamloops Cam Clark is pretty excited about. Yeah, the transition. (laughs) Um, It is exciting. It's exciting for us all. They're exciting cars to drive. It's something new in the world that no one, you know, there's been gas around forever and diesel And this is a whole new exhilarating way to drive cars and to bring a whole new level of excitement to people's lives. We took one home when they first arrived and we drove it as a family car just so that we could, when people come in to ask these questions, we understand what it means. And my son, who's 14 years old, just couldn't believe it, how fast they are, the the different technology inside, how quiet they are, um, getting to plug it and to charge it. And so, yeah, it's, it's just a whole new... I want to say exhilaration inside of the car business that we haven't seen before. So I think it's going to be, you know, a fabulous trend moving forward. If should I buy new or used is the age old question, then should I buy an electric vehicle? The new question for the ages. To go electric or not to go electric, that is the question. And that is a question you wouldn't have heard asked a few years ago. But the concept of electric vehicles isn't new. The idea was kicking around in the 1800s. Inventors in Hungary, Scotland, Holland, and the United States all tried out the technology. Many tried to get it off the ground over the subsequent decades. But it wasn't until the late 1990s that the concept and the sales started to take off. Like any car, electric vehicles have pros and cons to weigh. 
performance can be pretty great because you're taking power to the wheels. It's instantaneous. EVs have lower daily maintenance costs and lower daily operating costs. Electric vehicles can have an average of about a 300 to 450 kilometer range before they need charging. So a quick commute back and forth to work in stop-and-go traffic makes sense. But... Does your city or town have the existing infrastructure to support electric? If you commute for an hour on the highway every day, that may give you pause, especially since extreme weather conditions are tricky for a gas engine, not to mention an electric one. If you want to wait a little while before committing to an electric vehicle or a hybrid, which is a gas electric vehicle, rest assured that gas engines and fuel economy has improved. Sean Bell, Chief Operating Officer for Cam Clark, tells us more. Oh, yeah. You know, companies have all taken different tax, uh, different approaches to get uh, that improved uh, fuel economy while maintaining a certain power or uh, towability or all those things. But uh, vehicles are vastly improved with gasoline engines over even a decade ago. Yeah, uh, for, for sure, for sure. Uh, you know, and I, I think um, government tightening and regulation has a lot to do with that over the years. I mean, the, um, all manufacturers have had to meet, meet uh, cafe standards for years, meaning overall uh, carbon output. And, and uh, so they've, they've been forced to improve, right? I, I mean, as altruistic as I'd like to make it sound, I think like any industry, the environment dictates where you go or help, at least helps push you in a direction. I, I think uh, certain manufacturers for years now have tried to use as many recycled products in their vehicles as, uh, as they can. I know uh, manufacturers, when you're talking about big plants, they're all trying to get to that net zero carbon footprint, which is something that wouldn't even been talked about uh, 10 or 15 years ago. New or used, electric or gas, and we haven't even touched on the different sizes of vehicles, but quick rule of thumb, if you are six foot six, a subcompact car that is about 89 cubic feet might not be the way to go. Um, kind of stuck here. Can anyone help me out of this thing? Vehicles are kind of like clothing sizes. They come in extra small, which would be a subcompact, small, which is compact, medium, which is midsize, large, extra large. Well, you get the picture. Let's summarize what we've gone over so far in episodes one and two when it comes to considerations before buying a vehicle. Why are you in the market for a vehicle? What are you going to use it for? What kind of homework have you done to familiarize yourself with what's out there? What are the key things that will help you get best use from your vehicle? For example, trunk or cargo space, seating space, two-door, four-door, backup cameras, safety rating, and so on. If you presently have a vehicle, what about it is not living up to your expectations? What kind of budget do you have for the vehicle? What about insurance costs, fuel and maintenance expenses? How long are you planning on keeping this new automobile? It's also incredibly helpful if you get some expert advice from a salesperson who wants you to make the best choice for you, not for them. The folks at Cam Clark Ford want you to know they think of you as family. Here's Brendan Nicolay from the Innisfail dealership. We're, we're very family-orientated, and we know that it's a big decision. So 
we're here to help you make that decision. We're not here to force you to make that decision by any means, but uh, we'll do anything we can to do business the right way. Uh, we'll do everything we can to do business the fastest way in, in terms of your speed. And we're at the end of the day, we're here to make you happy. Well, best of luck with this exciting purchase you're about to embark on. And remember, there's always expert advice readily available from the fine folks at the Cam Clark Auto Group. On the next episode of Under the Hood, we get down to the money. We'll talk about understanding the basics of the negotiation, what employee pricing means, what determines the trade-in value of a car to buy or to lease, and so much more. Before we go, here's One for the Road, a personal story behind the scenes at a car dealership. Let's check back in with Brendan for this one. My name is Brendan Nikolai. I've been here at the store uh, going on six years and I'm the uh, sales manager here. I mean, every day it makes me proud. You just hear more and more stories about how we support the local communities, how we support local charities. It always seems that we're, uh, we're trying to go the extra mile, I guess, not only for our customers, but also for the, the smaller communities that we might operate in. A month or two ago, I, uh, one of my sales guys, and he's always good for a laugh, but we actually uh, we played a little prank on him where we were able to tie his horn to his brake lights. So every time he stepped on the brake, his horn would go off. <laughs> and uh, we actually, I, I organized a little coffee run with him and I, I hopped in the driver's seat and I was able to record it actually. I was able to tape it, so I still laugh about that on occasion because he was getting some sideways looks from people in town. Note to self, ask Brendan how to do that for my next prank. (gasps) Thank you for listening to Under the Hood, brought to you by the Cam Clark Auto Group. Please drive safely and subscribe for more helpful tips about car ownership anywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts. On the Road is sponsored by the Cam Clark Auto Group, your trusted authority in vehicle sales and service. To find a dealership near you, visit camclarkautogroup.com.